Hello, and welcome to Romance is Dead to Me. This is a podcast where we read some of the weirdest, most off-the-wall, like, craziest, would you say? Yes, crazy, (laughs) cringy. Like, I don't want to say awful, because that sounds mean. But anyway, the craziest, most off-the-wall romance novels out there, and then we talk about them with each other. Exactly. The most middle-aged woman romances. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the reader of this little duo. I'm Rachel. And here with me to listen to me babble and to severely judge me for what I'm reading is Murphy. The little brother. (laughs) The baby brother who is going to... I feel like you're literally going to hardcore judge me for all of this. Well, I I judge everyone for reading, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so just a few notes before we get started. Content warning. This is not, if you're a kid, shut this off now. If you have kids in the room, kick them out. This is not for children. There's going to be lots of swearing and lots of talking about sex. So you can consider yourself warned. Unless you want your kids to turn out really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Or really fucked up like us. (laughs) Then keep them here. (laughs) Um, also I do just want to say... Please take all of this with a grain of salt. We are purely just doing this for fun. I am by no means a seasoned romance reader. I prefer sci-fi and fantasy. So you can kind of imagine the attitude I go in to a romance with is like, I kind of go in with the idea of not enjoying something. And then I am very surprised when I actually do enjoy it. Right. And I just like to make fun of everything. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why we're like the best team ever. The best duo. And then real quick as well, I do just want to say to all the authors that we are about to roast your books, um, please do not take any of our criticism. Personally, we understand like as an author, it is so much work to get your book published. And it honestly, it takes a lot of guts and a lot of bravery to put your work out there for people to criticize. So like consider this a roast. This is purely just for fun. This is not against you personally. And quite frankly, like we love what you do and we wouldn't be able to do this without you and your superhuman ability to somehow write like 20 books in a year sometimes. So props, hats off to you. Yeah, mad respect for churning them out. Exactly. I don't know how they do that. Like, let's be real. I've been trying to write a book for like a year now and I'm only like 100 pages in. Yeah, I, I can't write anything. So good for them. <laughs> can't even write an essay. Exactly. <laughs> um but anyway so this is our very first episode so it's kind of gonna go essentially it's pretty standard i'm gonna read murphy the synopsis of the book he's gonna make some predictions then i'm gonna tell him all about the book we're gonna laugh we're gonna cry we're gonna cringe and then at the end we're gonna grade his predictions on how well he did and we're also gonna rank how toxic we think the relationship is exactly exactly all right so murphy is there anything i'm missing before we begin Uh, No, I got my notes app. I'm ready to write down predictions. (laughs) Okay. That way we can very accurately judge them. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to judge you like on an A through F scale. Like you're going to, it's literally going to be like you're in school. I'm going to grade you. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. (laughs) Maybe Um, I'll get good grades this time. (laughs) For the first time ever. Ever. (laughs) Um, So this week's book is called Temptation by Ivy Smoke. And it is the first book in the Hunted series. So real what does quick, hunted mean? I was just about to say this because like low key, I read the entire book and had no idea why it was called hunted. Really? And then only at the end did I put together. <laughs> 
it's called hunted because the the guy like the love interest essentially his name is hunter or his last name is hunter oh my god (laughs) that's literally literally the only reason why that's bad it's not awful we're off to a great start i know this is i'm i'm honestly pretty glad that i picked this book for the first episode because of how ridiculous it is right right um but anyway so they said not temptation is as followed are you are you ready for this i'm ready hit me i feel i feel like you're not i feel like there's no way to actually be ready for this but we'll go with it um (laughs) So it's a shy student, Penny Taylor, always follows the rules. At least that's how it appears to her classmates. But she has one illicit secret. She's fallen hard for her professor, and she's pretty sure he's fallen for her, her too. Everyone loves Professor Hunter. He's tall, dark, and handsome, and completely unobtainable. But it's the secrets hiding behind his deep brown allures penny secrets darker than she could ever imagine james hunter gave up his billionaire lifestyle in nyc last year to become a professor the easiest new rule to follow don't fraternize with the students it's easy to follow because he's becoming quite the recluse in his new town the only way he knows how how to keep his secrets buried but he never expected to be teaching such a beautiful student he has to resist her he needs to walk away Penny deserves better than a man with his demons, but she's daring him to cross the line, and he's never been one to resist temptation. Okay, this is called Hunted because it's fucking predatory. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Like, oh my god, okay. Right, like, it comes out, she's, so she's 19, and he's 27. Oh, Oh. I don't Which, like, like, I I, want to preface by saying, like, I don't have a problem with age differences. I have a problem with She's 19, he's 27, and he's her fucking teacher. Teacher. It's not like, the age, it's the dynamic. Exactly. Exactly. Messed um, up. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a wild one. But uh so you need three predictions here, Murphy, based off of that synopsis. All right, my predictions. His dark secret is that he killed someone. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say he killed someone, that's his his demon. Okay. Um, but it was it was because he's the main character. It was probably like, you know, him being all heroic and like saving someone or something like that. But now he's traumatized because he yeah, killed. Because he's a murderer. So I'm going to say he killed someone. Um, I'm going to say that she, though, I guess this is a prediction, but I'm going to say she's kind of like the Mary Sue type of character. Where, like, she's just perfect in every fucking way. And, like, that's why he is so drawn to her. That's that's my prediction. Is, like, she's going to be, like, unbelievably perfect. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say it's probably going to be, like, an 8 out of 10 toxic. <laughs> and then what about a third prediction? Um, how many series or how many books are in the series? There's four. And, okay. I can so hear you're like, you've gonna... got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I guess for the first book, well, I don't know. This, obviously, it's a romance, so they're going to get together. So that's not really a prediction. Um, hmm. I'm going to predict that there's some kind of, like, I'm going to predict that he says the phrase, you deserve better than me. Okay. 
Okay. That'll be my third. But he probably says, you deserve better than me. Okay. So we have, he killed someone. She's unbelievably, unbelievably perfect. Uh, eight out of ten toxic. And you deserve better. Okay. I will, I will take those um, predictions and I will file them away. And we will grade you in a little bit. All right. Let's go. <laughs> um, but first, on to the book. Okay. So I'm going to go over... In this book, there's literally four characters. Oh, God. Like, and there's there's a couple others, but they have, like, a line. Or, like, they're literally just, like, mentioned in passing. And so I'm like, there's there's four. Actually, I take that back. There's five. Oh, God. Because Penny has an ex-boyfriend. I forgot about him. Whatever. Of course she does. Of course. Of course. Because, you know, she's she's Penny. Um, So, for starters, Murphy, I don't know if you knew this, but in romance, when you typically talk about the two main characters, it's... um. The guy is the hero. The girl is the heroine because, you know, homosexual or not homosexual, <laughs> heterosexual <laughs> relationships are the only possibility here. Exactly. It can't be it can't be homo is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Um, I, I will I will say the real quick side note. I do want to pick out some um, gay and lesbian relationships. So y'all, if you have y'all, I'm, I'm a Texan now. Um, yes. But if anybody has any recommendations for books that we should do featuring those like Please send them forward. Like, I'm really interested in them. And I would just like to say, I'm allowed to judge them because I'm a member of the LGBT. (laughs) So don't be offended. (laughs) Yes, I am not. I am very much um, married. I'm a married straight to a straight man. I'm a straight woman married to a straight man. But, uh, you know, that's why I have Murphy. Yeah, you're the ally. You're the, exactly. the ally, and I'm allowed to roast us, roast exactly. the homos. And Murphy, Murphy keeps me honest. He keeps me on the straight and narrow. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so on to on to the characters. Um, so our heroine, her name is Penny. She is a business marketing man or business marketing major in a college. And we don't know the college's name. I don't think it's ever actually said in the book what this college's name is. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it's bad. But um she is she's hung up on her ex-boyfriend because but they weren't even technically together because he was the type of guy that doesn't want labels and so she's kind of like hung up on him because it's the the it's the new semester of her sophomore year and all summer long she didn't hear from him at all and she's kind of salty about that but like ready to start fresh. Okay, so that's okay. that's Penny. Okay, so she's still caught up on him, but she wants to start anew. Exactly. And then James Hunter is our professor. Um, As the synopsis said, he's from New York City. He's a billionaire, but we don't know that until later on in the book. Um, Of course. I know, of course, right? He teaches, he actually teaches in the marketing department, but the specific class that he's teaching Penny is COM 212, which is communications for business management which i don't even know if that's a real class Um, i'm gonna assume it is because it sounds super boring (laughs) i mean i would argue like no offense to any communications majors out there but i would argue that communications in general is boring right um but anyway so that is james james has been fired from his previous teaching job but we don't know why Ooh. And he's now at the new school to teach. And then you also have Tyler. Tyler is a senior who is also in the business communications class. I'm just going to call it COM212 because I don't know what it's called. Um, So he's also in COM212 and he sits next to Penny on the first day. 
and he very much likes Penny and she kind of she starts to like like him back in the future but like I'm I won't get into it we'll get into that later um that's about all you need to know about Tyler he has the personality of a board (laughs) (laughs) his personality is he likes Penny exactly that's that's literally all it is his personality is he likes Penny he's in a frat oh great okay yeah um and then you have Melissa Melissa is Penny's roommate who is dating or who begins to date in the book um, another member of the same frat that Tyler goes to. Okay. So you can kind of see how it's going to like Penny's going to kind of start leaning towards Tyler because it's easy to go on double dates, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, and then Penny's ex-boyfriend, I'll just make a little side note. His name's Austin. Not super important to the story, but he is technically a character, I guess. Okay. All right. So now we're just going to get into the relationship, the main relationship. So this is the relationship between Penny and Hunter. I'm just going to, I call him Hunter because, dude, it's so gross. Throughout the story, she no, won't stop calling him Professor Hunter. Oh, Like, that's even when little... the, he, she's, like, at his house and, like, they're in the middle of sex, it's Professor Hunter, Professor Hunter. Oh, so he's got, like, a kink. That's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty gross. Um, but anyway, so literally chapter one opens with the meet cute. And I'm assuming you know what a meet cute is. Of course. Of course. Okay. So literally she is sitting in a coffee shop. It's the beginning of uh, fall semester. It's like the first day of the semester. She got up early for some reason to go sit at a coffee shop that her ex-boyfriend Austin used to go to. And she's hoping to run into him. But the morning goes on. He doesn't show up. So she goes to leave. And she runs into a guy as she's leaving the coffee shop and she spills her coffee all over her shirt and he's like oh no I'm so sorry and she's like oh no it's a first day of class like I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't have time to go back to my dorm so he takes off his sweater in the middle of this coffee shop and gives it to her ew and he's like oh you can wear this and she's like oh thank you I'm, I'm supposing I'm guessing he has nothing underneath um, I think he has a shirt. Okay, thank God. I was like, but hold I, on. I will say there's a line in this scene where she's like, oh, you can see his chiseled abs through his white oh shirt God. and his hard nipples. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I literally can't say it with a straight face. But, yeah. So, there's that. Oh, um, Jesus. And then, so, that's that's literally the entire chapter one is just coffee shop, sweater, etc. Um, So, then she goes to class. And guess what happens in class? Oh, my God. He's her teacher. Exactly. Exactly. So the guy that gave her the sweater is Professor Hunter. And, like, of course, that's a problem because, like, she's like, oh, no, I thought he was really cute. And I really like how his sweater smells. But he's my teacher. Oh, no. She likes how it smells. Yeah. She she ends up, like, sleeping with it in her bed. Oh, my God. Because she just, like, likes the cologne he uses or whatever. Okay, what, what, like, is she a dog? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty gnarly, to say the least. Oh, my God. Um, and then, so during this, during class, she gets asked out by a guy named Tyler, who happens to be sitting next to her. Um, and also, I did, I did make a note, literally, the only thing they do in this entire first day of class is stand up and say their names to the class. Oh, my God. And say an interesting thing about them. They don't, like, actually learn anything. <laughs> no, they literally, and, and this, granted, this is only day one of class, but it, it becomes a pattern. But, um, yeah, she li- they literally don't do anything than stand up and say their names. And, like, this is something interesting about me. Wow. And I actually highlighted this part because you will never guess what she says. Oh, God. I slowly stood up. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Penny. I could feel my face turning red. Unfortunately, you'll need another of me for my thoughts. Oh. And then I'm skipping a couple lines, but then it's a smile spread across Professor Hunter's face. A penny for your thoughts? Well, I guess I'll have to bring my piggy bank with me on Friday. Oh, my God. Thanks. I hate it. (laughs) What are the straight people doing? Literally. Oh, my Um, God. Yeah, so it's kind of, it's it's wild. But, oh yeah, so she ends up, so she goes to the frat party the next night. I told I told you that Tyler invited her to the frat party, right? Uh, if you did, I was not paying attention. <laughs> okay, so Tyler asked her out to a frat party. That's like okay. the next night. Um, So she goes to the frat party. She ends up getting like really drunk, making out with Tyler, like grinding on him, et cetera, et cetera. They go upstairs and things get a little steamy, but... He starts going, like, way farther than she wants to go. So, like, crossing into the sexual assault territory. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's not good. But um, so Rat she ends boys. up kneeing him in the balls and going away. Oh, okay. So, fair yeah, for her. Good job. Exactly. Um, but outside, it's pouring down rain. And guess who just happens to be walking by? Oh, my God. Professor Hunter. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Um, so she runs into Professor Hunter and he has an umbrella to keep her out of the rain. Um, so she, he ends up offering to take her home. And there's also a moment here that's actually kind of important for later on because he assumes that she is of age to drink. Oh. Because she's obviously inebriated. And oh. because the class that he's teaching, even though it's COM 212, it's a class that most seniors put off until their senior year. So right here, he just assumes that he's she's a senior and assumes that she's 21 and she does not bother to correct him because she does not want to get in trouble for underage drinking. Okay. Okay. So that's just, that's an important moment for later on. Okay. So just remember that. Keep that in mind. Okay. All right. So then we're just going to fast forward a little bit. They are pretty much constantly flirting through class and like, Every class, they have to stand up and, like, say something different. And so, like, one time it's like, oh, tell me about a dream you had. And she's like, oh, I had a dream I was standing in the rain with someone. And, like, obviously he knows it's about him. Whatever. Right. Yeah. It's just – it's it's weird. Um, I had a dream then... I was making out with you in the rain. Like, okay, weirdo. Exactly, right? Like, who says who says that, especially to their teacher? Like, that's gross. Yeah. Um, but then I'm assuming you know what a syllabus is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to pass out the syllabuses in, like, the day two class because I guess he got so distracted by how pretty she was in the first day that he forgot to pass them out. And he ends up withholding one of them so she doesn't get it. So she's forced to go talk to him to get the Okay, that's fucking weird. Isn't that? Yeah, that's it's weird. Weirdo behavior. Exactly. Um, So she goes and gets the syllabus from him and he, like, I don't... I don't even know what he does, honestly. But then she goes home and she goes to read the syllabus and he left a note on it for her. Oh, God. And I have highlighted this note as well because I want to read it out loud to you. But it's, Miss Taylor, I hate to think that you make walking around in the middle of the night a habit. But if you find yourself in the rain again, please do not hesitate to call me if you feel you are in need of an escort. Um, And then he signs it J.H. and gives, gives her his phone number. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then they start flirting over text message because, like, obviously, like, a cute professor gives you his phone number. What else are you going to do? Uh, call the police. 
<laughs> Just the thought. Call the dean. Oh my god. Report him for conduct. Literally, like I'm sorry. The second that a professor left me a note like that, I'd be like, "Can I get pulled out of this class?" Like... Yeah, the second a professor would withheld or withhold a syllabus to exactly. make me come talk to him. Like, that's such a conduct issue. Ooh, that's weird as hell. Yes. No, like, this, the whole situation is just like, girl, run. Like, yeah. And she's just like turned on by it all. Oh, yuck. Yeah. So they, um, they start flirting over text message too. Cause, you know, why not leave a written record just in case oh, you're God. trying to get fired? Oh, um, God. Yeah. But anyway, so while she's flirting with the professor, she ends up going out on a double date with, Melissa and her boyfriend and then her ex-boyfriend Austin because Melissa ran into Austin and was like hey you want to go on a date with us and you want to go out with Penny um so her and Austin almost end up reconciling however when she comes back from the bathroom she sees Austin flirting with the table next to them oh yuck which like yes I get where she's coming from but also like he technically like I don't like, why are book- you going on a date with someone you're not dating? Exactly. Well, not only that, but, like, the book doesn't specifically say he was flirting. It's just, like, oh, she came back and he was talking to a table of girls next to them. Oh, so, like, maybe he was asking them what the menu, where the menu was. Exactly. But she basically just, like, charges up and is, like, I can't believe you. Like, fuck off. Oh, my God. Which, like, also toxic. Um, yes. Weird. Yeah. But he ends up, like, chasing her out of the restaurant is, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, da-da-da. And she's just, like, not having it. So she ends up texting Professor Hunter to see if he will give her a ride. Wait, what? Ew. Why can't she get a ride from her friends? Because her friend, they're, like, I don't know, they're still in the restaurant or something. I don't, I don't know. This is this is romance novel logic, Murphy. We cannot... <laughs> we cannot question it. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it happened as it happened. Just leave it alone. Oh, my God. Okay. So she and... calls Professor Hunter. Yes. So, of course, he picks her up and drives her back to the dorm room, and they have a little romantic moment in the car. And then in front of the dorm building, they end up kissing outside her dorm. Okay, come on. Wouldn't someone, like, notice? Exactly. I'm I'm literally just like, if you're trying to keep a relationship with a student a secret, why are you making out with them up against the wall of their dorm building? Of a dorm, like where like, other students that probably have your class live. Exactly. Not to mention like the RAs, like the housing people. Like, dude, this is not if you're how you're gonna keep be a creepy. Secret. Be smart. God damn exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So like that's, I think that was the whole. That was my main issue with Professor Hunter is like he's just dumb. Like you're not trying to keep a secret. Like whatever. Okay. So then, like the next day or two days later. It's a speech day in comm class, and each student has to do a speech on someone who inspires them. Uh-oh. Ty- Tyler does his speech on Penny. Uh-oh. That's fucking weird. Yeah, so literally, like, I don't think I, I don't think I really filled you in after the whole, like, almost sexual assault thing was, like, Tyler was, like, apologizing to Penny, and, like, she gave him his number, and was like, okay, we can just be friends, et cetera, et cetera, and, like... I'm sorry, why are you trying to be friends with the guy who just, like, almost assaulted you? Yeah, like, you literally need him in the balls. Like, it's not like it was, like, him trying to kiss you and you being like, oh, no thanks. Like, you felt the need to hurt him because he was being a fucking weirdo. And you're exactly. Give him your but, but now they're, like, friends and they're, like, hanging out and, like, whatever. Whatever. Oh, I, I don't understand the logic. Again, romance logic. We can't look too far into it because it's just going to hurt. Our, like, we're going to hurt ourselves. Right. Um, but so Tyler does the speech on Penny. And Penny does hers on how 
we inspire ourselves by picking who we choose to inspire us. Uh oh. Like, I wish I was joking, but that is her entire speech. Oh my God. Are you fucking for real? You would get an <laughs> F. Well, so the next day in class, the, the grades for that speech get passed out and she gets a C minus. However, under, she can see that something has been erased and a C minus has been put in its place. Oh my God. Are you serious? Which like this also is like super creepy to be honest. Like, Did he write so- like an A? Well, we don't know. We don't know. But that's, that's like thing. super creepy if he wrote like an A. Exactly. And was like, no, no, I can't exactly. let her see my boner. <laughs> um. So then she goes to his office to confront her because she's like, hey, you changed my grade. Like, what's going on? And things lead to another. And um, I, I'm just going to leave it as they have adult time in his office. Oh, my God. Uh, adult sexy time if you if you know what i'm if you know this what I'm is mean. like early yeah this is um where's the slow burn Come we're on. on we're on page 112 of 381 right now so we're a little under a third of the way in um so they fuck <laughs> so they, yeah they fuck and i actually have i have part of this highlighted because it's so bad oh god oh no <laughs> and like i it almost makes me uncomfortable to read it out loud to my little brother, but we're just going to roll with it. Oh, God, um, I'm scared. <laughs> he lifted his head. I told you to stop thinking about me. His breathing was heavy. He pressed his body even more firmly against mine. I can't possibly. You're infuriating, Penny. He whispered into my ear. Oh, my then, God. Then punish me, Professor Hunter. Oh, yuck. Oh, yuck, 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 yuck. Oh, God. I, mean, I do not like this. Especially because she's fucking 19 years old. Y- yes. And she's just like, oh, punish me. And this is literally the first time having sex. That's fucking weird. Right? I'm sorry if you've ever done this on your first time having sex, but this fucking weird. I'm trying not to, like, pterodactyl screech. <laughs> right oh, my now, God. Right. Like, oh, um so yeah so they have sex and they end up going on a date and he's like he basically texts her he's like hey i'll pick you up at eight tonight wear something decent and she's like okay (laughs) um so he takes her to a country club and as they're walking in hold on i'm gonna backtrack a little bit okay did they like talk or like you know do they like know each other at this point or was it no not really oh my god that's they're just like attracted to each other they're flirting over text message and they're like flirting in class, like subvertly. Um, subvertly, I'm sure everyone can tell. I was literally just about to say that, like, if I was in that class, I'd be like, "Oh, the teacher and this kid are flirting." Yeah, that's nasty as fuck. Like, there's, there's no way. And like, when he grades speeches, he goes and like sits in the chair next to her. Oh my god, what? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a it's a weird situation. Jesus. But anyway, so they go to this country club, and at this country club, she's like, I've never been anywhere so nice, da 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 and everyone's kind of, like, staring at him, and then she's like, what's this place called? And he's like, oh, I'm thinking of calling it, like, Hunter's Creek. So he owns the place. He just bought the club because he wanted to take her there for a date. What the fuck? So this is when, this is when we, as, like, a reader, discover that he's a billionaire. 
what the fuck dude i know um and so throughout the dinner they start to get to know each other she finds out that he's a billionaire they kind of chat he explains like how he's a like he had this tech company etc um and this poor waiter this poor poor waiter first he serves them dinner then they come and order dessert and they're like she goes the poor waiter is like oh did you want anything for dessert and she's like i'm in the mood for something warm and salty Oh my god. That's fucking terrible. Seriously. And then this poor waiter is just like, well, and the waiter is named Jared, by the way. I just want to like point that out there because like I fucking love Jared. Um, Jared. He goes, Well, we have salted caramel squares. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you nasty bitch. And then and then Professor Hunter goes, I'd rather have something sweet. Oh my god. And so they end up ordering like chocolate lava cakes and then Jared goes to leave. And they're in a private dining room, by the way. Like they have a private room. And Hunt crawls into the table and starts doing a little uh uh-uh. Oh my um, god. Yeah, it's a little wild. And then um <laughs> I can't even I have this highlighted. <sighs> I can't. You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) He goes, he leaned over me and whispered in my ear, I think I know exactly what you want because you like a little danger. You liked having Jared's eyes on you when you were seconds away from coming. You like breaking (gasps) the rules and the idea of getting caught turns you on even more. And right now, all you want is my dick so deep inside of you that you scream. Ew. Poor Jared. What is wrong with straight people? Free this poor waiter. I want to, like, cold hose them. (laughs) Like, you horny fuckers. Seriously. You are at a place of business. (laughs) I seriously think there was more sex in this book than actual content. Not gonna lie. Oh, God. So it's just, like, a smut book. Yeah. It basically, like... Disguised as a romance. Yeah. I mean, it's... There's, like, a whole genre, and we're probably honestly going to do quite a bit in this genre, but it's erotic romance. So it's, like, a lot of smut. Heavy on the smut. I don't mind smut. I think it's fine when there's actual content besides it. Right, right. If I'm just looking to read smut, then I'll go to like freaking Pornhub or something. Like or I don't know, archive of our own. Exactly. Like I, I'm here to read a novel, and like I don't mind if there's little smut in it. Like that doesn't bother me. It's when the entire book is just sex. But you're not reading like a freaking porn biography. Exactly. Well, and then not only that, the part that is actual like content that's not sex, it's not good content. Yeah. So it's just like, whatever. It's just annoying. Yeah. Um, So then while they're waiting again, while they're waiting for dinner to be ready or for their dessert to be ready, they decide to go outside and have sex on the golf course. Oh, my God. Because why not? Why not? On the golf course. Yeah, why not? Why not? Like, when did not you is... get, like, grass stains? Please tell me it's, like, turf. No, because he they do it up against a tree. Oh. And so she just ends up getting, like, bark scrapes all up her back. Oh, great. Yeah. Have fun with but... those splinters. Exactly. Like, enjoy your ass full of bark dust. Like... God, that's terrible. But then the worst part is it is revealed... That her remember how he changed her grade? Yes. Her original grade was actually an A. Oh my god. And 
I'm just going to read you this little this little part of it because it needs to be discussed. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Go um, for it. So it's, you gave me a C when I deserved an A. Penny, it would be very unprofessional of me to give you favoritism. As unprofessional as it would, as what you just did to me on the golf course, he put his fork down on the plate. Touche. So you'll change it back? Penny, I've always had it recorded as an A. What? But my paper, it said C minus. And you think if I wanted to white out every single word on a piece of paper, I wouldn't just get another one? You were trying to upset me? I could feel my temper rising. No, I was trying to seduce you. Oh, yuck. I'm sorry. Giving me a bad grade would not seduction. Like, it's not seduction. That's not seductive at all. That's I like would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be pissed. I'd be, How is oh. that seductive? I don't know. I don't like, know. It's like the equivalent of like, you know, when people are like, oh, he's mean to you because he likes you. Exactly. Like, like what? No, no, no. That's fucking weird. Seriously. Um, yeah, I, I just I just don't get it at this point. But moving on, um, they have more dates. I'm I'm literally just lumping them all together because I I had written originally like each individual time they had sex and discovered it was gonna be way too long of a podcast, so I'm just lumping them all together. Um, right, for real. But they have they have more dates and they have sex everywhere. They have sex in the ocean. They have sex on the beach. They have sex in the shower. They have sh- sex in the bed. They have sex in the passenger seat. They have sex in the driver's seat. They have sex in the back seat, etc. Do you think the author is just like a super virgin? No, because she's like older, I think. I just don't get it. Like, why do you write so much smut? Like, what is in your fucking brain? I mean, I ha- sex sells, I guess. Like, that's true that we're this- talking about it. She succeeded. Well, so- exactly. Um, but anyway, so after one of their dates, they end up chat- like chatting and going back to the penthouse, and, like kind of getting to know each other. And, like, for some reason, she gets, like, emotional during this, like, get-to-know-you chat. And she's, like, oh, he just, like, wants me for my body. And I'm, like, that's really not at all what he's saying, but whatever. Um, oh, my God. But basically, moving on past that, he has, like, there's actually, like, a kind of scary moment here, honestly. And it's, I'm just going to read it to you because it's, like, for me, like, this alarmed me. Um, But anyway, so she's, like, getting upset. And as she gets upset, she, he, she stands up to leave. And he goes, Penny, sit down. And it's, I didn't move sit down or i'll make you sit down oh that's not yeah nice jesus no like that's that's alarming to me honestly like that's red that's some red flag material that's a very big red flag to be honest it's one thing if she's about to like jump up and get in a bar fight and he's like sit down or i will make you sit down like that is a whole nother thing but just like she's standing up to leave yeah like leaving the situation he's like i'll sit down or i'll make you okay you fucking weirdo yeah like i don't i don't like that in the slightest to be honest with you no me either that's messed up yeah but um moving on moving on from toxicity because we'll get to the toxicity at the end right the next morning she actually she is getting up um they have they they of course had sex and so she's getting up and digging through his dresser drawers looking for like a shirt to put on because the night before he was like oh just take a shirt which like okay whatever Right. But in the morning, she's looking for the shirt, and she finds a wedding band tucked into one of his dresser drawers. Oh, my God. He killed his wife. Well, so <laughs> well, so that's what I'm saying is, like, if if you were at someone's house and you found a wedding band, like, what would you assume? Especially if this wedding band is, like, tucked in the back corner of the drawer. I'd assume your wife is fucking dead, bro. Yeah. Or, like, you're divorced, et cetera, et cetera. You know right. what she assumes? 
What? She assumes that he's married and that he's cheating on his wife with her. Oh, come on, little girl. Exactly. And then instead of asking him about it, because, like, quite frankly, I'd be like, hey, I found a wedding band in your dresser. Like, what's going on? She just decides to leave. And she runs out with only a T-shirt on and no shoes. Why why wouldn't you put your shoes on? I I don't know. But she literally just runs, like, back to her dorm. Oh, my God. Because, you know, she obviously makes great decisions. Does she... Does he live at the campus? Where he lives did like, she Where did she run from? He lives close by apparently. Okay. But like I don't know. I do not know a single college campus out there and like if somebody else knows something please tell me. But I don't know a single college campus that has an apartment building with a penthouse apartment within walking distance of a dorm building. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like it it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Um, But the professor shows up at her dorm room later and basically, like, he talks to her and she's like, get in the car. Like, I'll explain. And he explains that he is on his way to getting a divorce. He is separated from his wife. He has already signed divorce papers. She is refusing to. Um, But essentially, it was kind of like an arranged marriage because they're both from wealthy families. And his wealthy family expected him to marry someone else from a wealthy family. Right. Um, Typical. Or he would be disowned. So, she was like a childhood friend that they end up like you know what like both of our parents want to marry rich we're good friends let's just get married they were never really in love and yeah they're in the middle of going through a divorce so is that his demon or is there like something else so i'll i'll fill you in on that later okay um but anyway so they end up making up they have sex in the car because you know why not um by the way this is in front of her dorm room so they're literally just having sex in a car in front of the dorm room in the middle of the day man he no, he's a billionaire. That's why he doesn't give a fuck about his job. Exactly. But I'm just like, I'm like, why are you even working then at this point? Like, why are you teaching? Right? Like, what the hell? But, you know, I'm not a billionaire, so I can't make these decisions. But, like, yeah, if you have a billion dollars, why the fuck are you teaching teeny boppers? Right. And not only that, like, why, like, why are you, like, using your money on a 19-year-old girl? But that is besides the point. Well, I know a lot of billionaires who use their money on 19-year-old girls. I mean, yeah, you're you're 100% right on that one. I am not. I am not. Yeah, it's you're absolutely they're right. They're perverts. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, why? Like, there's so many better things to be doing with your money. Well, yeah. And it's like, why, why aren't you dating someone your own age, you fucking perv? Exactly. Um, but anyway, so... They make up, they're happy, whatever, da 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 da. And then she decides to Google the professor because she still feels like he's hiding something. Wait, and she hasn't Googled him? Yeah, she hasn't Googled him because I don't know. She didn't That's want like, to like why why wouldn't you just like type in someone's name really quick? Yeah. Like I don't I don't know. But um this is where you're gonna really hate Penny. Like I'll tell you that much. Cause like I was kind of already peeved at her over the first thing. Right. And this thing, I was like, you're a fucking dumb bitch. Like, What'd she do? She she finds an article that is just like a publicity article. Like the wife says, like, no, we're still together. Like, I actually have that highlighted. I'll read I'll read it to you because like it's 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 as you would expect. Um, But it says the beginning was about how Professor Hunter had gotten a teaching opportunity that he couldn't pass up. That was a good cover up 
That was a good cover up for him leaving her. I read some more. I gulped and reread Isabella's quote. I will be moving to join him soon. He already has a place picked out for us. He's even waiting for me to decorate it. We've really never been happier. Any rumors that you've heard about our split may have been completely fabricated. Or I'm sorry. Any rumors that you've heard about our split have been completely fabricated. <laughs> why would you say that? Oh, my God. But not only that, why, this sounds like literally like any like celebrity couple breaking up and like pretending that they're not at first. Yeah. Like, why like, would you why say are that you gonna Why are you going to take this article as fact? Because guess what? She takes this article as fact and assumes that James is lying to her. Stupid ass. And so she gets mad at him for literally the same reason all over again, 20 pages after they made up. Oh my god. At this point, I gotta be honest, at this point, if I wasn't already like so close to the end, I probably would have quit the book. Right, like, over it, man. Because, again, if you read this article... And first of all, if you're dumb enough to actually take it for like, oh, it's word for word, like fact, why would you not go to him and ask? Well, and why wouldn't you obviously like if you say, hey, by the way, those rumors are totally fake. Like, that's obvious that you're lying. What the fuck? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just like, whatever. Um, Fucking weirdos. Dude, it's I literally was like, I fucking hate you. No shit. Like, what the hell is wrong with them? Yeah, but, uh, so then guess what? The professor eventually shows up in her dorm room again, and they make up, and this time they have sex in the dorm room. So, like, how the fuck does he apologize? Like, what does he say that's, like, so convincing? So the second time, he basically was like, yeah, Melissa's, like, in denial about us. Like, I told you she wasn't signing the divorce papers, it's because she wants my money, da-da-da-da-da. Which, honestly, it sounds like a reasonable explanation to me. I would want his money, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, if I was married to this guy and he was trying to divorce me, like, I would not, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go and be like, oh, it's a fabricated. I would, I definitely would sign the divorce papers, but you bet your ass, I would make sure I got some money out of it. Yeah, I'd be like, um, yeah, we're splitting everything 50-50. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I feel like his, his apologies are reasonable. Does that make sense? Right. But... So, yeah, so they, they're back together, and then she comes over, and he surprises her with, like, a closet full of clothes at her ho- at his house because she assumes that he's asking her to move in. <laughs> and he it's never explicitly stated, but he's like, oh, like, I just want you to spend as much time as you are here. I don't want you to, like, as much time as you can here. I don't want you to have to constantly pack up and, like, go back and forth. Honestly, it was a pretty sweet surprise. Right. Very nice. Yeah. For a um, fucking but, pervert. But then she realizes, and this remember when I told you that the age thing was going to come back into play? Yeah. She realizes that she never actually told him she was only 19. Oh, Jesus. And, like, he freaks out on her. Not because she's, like, not because she's younger, but because he's been serving her alcohol all along and he could have been arrested. That's his fucking issue. Yeah, because that's what you should be worried about in this situation. That's his issue. Okay, weirdo. Exactly. So then the whole cliffhanger for this entire book is, will him and Penny end up together? Will he be able to get over the age thing? Because now he's like, I don't trust people. You betrayed me. Like, all along, you kept the secret from me. And I'm like, yeah, she should have told you. But also, you're making it way bigger of a deal than it actually is. Also, you shouldn't be dating someone that you're freaking teaching. Exactly. So, like, the whole concept is just, like, 
taboo. Like, I get the whole teacher-student romance is taboo. It's not a taboo that I'm into by any means. Um, if you're into it, great. Good for you. Whatever. For me personally, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's because it's a, at the end of the day, it's like a power dynamic. Because at the like, he literally changed her grade, and like yeah, that like, to fuck with her. Yeah, and like that to me is like more toxic than anything else. Because like at the end of the day, he has so much power over her, and she has no power regarding him. Exactly. Like literally, what is she gonna do? Exactly. So like that that to me is the problem with that teacher student dynamic. If he was super professional about it and didn't let the relationship impact his teaching and his attitude towards her in any way, I would probably be a little more open-minded to it. However, because he uses that position of power over her, I I fucking hate it. Well, plus I think it's creepy. Like he's literally a billionaire. Like if he was like in love with her, why doesn't he just like quit? That way there's no like weird power dynamic. Exactly. Exactly. Like if it's like that he important, has no reason to be a teacher. He really doesn't like they and he does explain at some point that he's like, oh, he he didn't go to school, but these universities offered him to like master degrees in exchange for coming and teaching some classes, Um, which that does like, like that does look he happened. Like I think Ellen DeGeneres has a honorary master's degree from like Harvard or something like that. Um, so like at least they explain that but at the same time like okay cool you got your honorary degree now get the fuck out like you don't like what are you gonna do with it you're a fucking billionaire exactly so i'm just like whatever um but so yeah so that's the cliffhanger of the book that's their that's their entire relationship in Mm. in that book in a nutshell but there's also one other thing that i wanted to talk about that originally i had this all outlined together but i ended up deciding to pull, pull them and put them into two different categories Purely because it was a little complicated. So you'll, you'll right. kind of see what I mean. There is a love triangle in this book, Murphy. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me? <laughs> like that, that threw you for a loop, didn't it? Yes. Um, so yeah, there's a love triangle. Do you remember, do you remember dear old Tyler? Yes. Um, so where, where were we last when we talked about Tyler? Um, he, they're friends after he, like, assaulted her. Yeah, so they're friends. They're going out on pizza dates. They're having a good time. He's a little flirty and, like, obviously has feelings towards her, but she's reluctant to, like, give feelings back because she's obviously, like, dating the professor on the side. So they, he ends up inviting her to a frat party, another frat party, like a luau party. And I don't know why luau is important, but they said the word luau, like, 20 times. (laughs) But he ends up inviting her to this luau party, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll go with you as your friend. But then on the day of, she fakes sick because she doesn't want to go. Okay. Well, he shows up at the dorm room, and he's like, hey, I brought pizza. I brought popcorn. I brought movies. Like, we can just sit in and watch a movie. Like, friends take care of friends when they're sick. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of kind of sweet, whatever. Right. Um, so they end up having a movie day, and she ends up like – they end up falling asleep with him in her bed, which honestly, like, I've been to college. I lived in a dorm room it's not unusual for that to happen. Like it's, it is what it is. Right. Um, so then they're kind of like, they spend a lot of time together and then they end up the first time that she's upset with James. So remember how she found the wedding band and she left. Mm -hmm. So that time before they made up her and Tyler went on like a pizza lunch date and she ended up kissing Tyler. Okay. And Tyler was like, Hey, I actually wanted to tell you, like I started dating someone else, but like, She's not my girlfriend. We're not official. Like, I'm way more interested in you. So, like, if you're telling me you're interested in me, like, let's make it happen. 
and she's just like and she's just like oh no i feel so stupid i've made two men cheat within the span of 24 hours and i'm just like whatever girl shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah yeah so then um so then also the sec the first or second time she's upset with james i don't know exactly when but she leaves in class because i remember they're all in that class together she leaves in the middle of class oh sorry this is the first time so the first time she's upset with james so still the same time uh, and this is this is why it got so convoluted because like first time she's upset, second time she's upset, whatever. So the first time she's upset with James after she ends up kissing him in the pizza lunch, she leaves class because she's so upset because seeing the professor when she's mad at him is just so upsetting and she leaves all her notes behind. Um, so Tyler comes to the dorm room, brings her his notes and they end up like almost having sex. Oh my God. Yeah. So like completely like off the wall, randomly like almost having sex and i'm just like girl you are something else like you are no shit yeah so yeah so that's the first time that she's upset with james and they almost end up having sex and then she ends up like making a pros and cons list with her roommate melissa and she ends up they essentially decide that even though tyler has no cons and james has quite a few Um, oh tyler like (laughs) assaulted her dude i i knew you were gonna say it that's why i i was like i don't need to say this like you're gonna say what he has no cons excuse me (laughs) you need him in the balls um but she ultimately decides like her heart is with james Okay, whatevs. Um, whatevs. Whatevs. Yeah, your heart is with James. Okay, I don't care. Like, sure, sure, yeah. James. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. But so the second time that she's upset with James, because remember she got upset with him twice for the same exact fucking reason. Right. Um, she also runs out of class and leaves all her stuff behind. And Tyler scoops it all up for her and is walking to her door. And as he's bringing her stuff his her phone rings oh god and it comes up as caller id as professor hunt oh god so he kind of puts two and two together also because they'd been playing like a game of like 20 questions and he asked her like what's the most scandalous thing you've ever done and she's like oh i kissed a professor once um so he's kind of like oh so it wasn't just kissing a professor like you're straight up dating this guy right Um, that's fucking weird yeah so that's that's the other that's the other cliffhanger for the book, essentially, is, is Tyler going to turn them in? Right. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So there's two cliffhangers. One is, are they going to get back together? Is James going to be able to get over the whole fact that she's 19 and not 21? And is James, or sorry, is Tyler going to turn them in? So those are the two cliffhanger for the books. And that's the book. What a fucking ride. And I do, I will say, I do have some, like, final notes I just want to talk about. Um, one, this book very much comes off as a book that was written in like the early 2000s, but only recently published. Oh, really? Some of the outfits that Penny is wearing. Oh, God. Like, there's one that she's like, I'm wearing a blue sparkly miniskirt and a white tank top. Oh, no. And I'm like, that's an outfit I probably fantasized about wearing while I was in middle school. Exactly. When, like, a long time ago. And then one of the outfits was like, I'm wearing a gray ruffle short dress with a wide brown belt around my waist. What? <laughs> what? And like, if that's not like mid 2000s fashion, I don't know what is. Exactly. No, exactly. So it's just, and then not only that, but also there was quite a bit of like slut shaming in the book as far as just like 
oh, other girls just give it out, but I make like Penny just kind of thinks she's better than all the other girls, and I'm just she's like, so what? quirky and unique, even though she slept with the professor. Exactly. So I'm like, whatever. And then she's like, oh, I'm not a slut, but then she's over here punish me, professor, <laughs> and having sex against a tree. Literally. So I'm just like, whatever. Like, so it's just it very much feels like a book that was written a long time ago, like back when I was like in middle school. And granted, yeah, but someone it, who definitely thought they were really like special and better than the other girls. Exactly. So it's just like it's just an interesting concept, interesting vibe. There's also literally so much time of this book of Penny describing how she's getting ready. Oh, my God. Like, at one point, she's like, oh, I put curlers in my hair for volume. I did winged eyeliner, but then I wiped it off because it was too much. Then I did simpler makeup, so I looked better. And I'm just like, oh, and that's the other thing, like, about back to the whole slut shaving. She's like, some girls wear so much makeup that they think they look like clowns. And I'm just like, okay, you're not better than everyone else because you wear simple makeup. Like, calm the fuck down. At least they're not wearing a fucking sparkly blue mini skirt. Exactly. Um, So it's just like, it's just wild. But I also went ahead and flagged a couple random quotes that didn't, they didn't fit into my summary, but I just wanted to read them to you because they needed to be read. I just, someone else needs to suffer like me. Someone needs to suffer with me. For sure. Um, But one of them is, I woke up a few hours later and I threw up in the waste bin. What? Yeah, because she's hungover. Oh my so god. Instead of and and that's the thing is like and then it doesn't even move on. Like it's literally just the first sentence of this chapter is I woke up and threw up. But nowhere does she talk about being hungover. Nowhere does she talk about oh she has a headache. Like nothing. Like it's just I woke up and threw up. Okay, there's a reason that like most authors don't write like oh and then I went to the bathroom and peed. Like yeah. some things just don't need to be said. And this Dead, is definitely yeah. one of them. Or like if you're going to be like okay, I woke up and threw up, then at least, like, talk about how sick she is. Exactly, exactly. So I was just like, whatever. And then another one is, this is when she's lusting over the professor. (laughs) And she's like, I wanted to get up and walk with him, but something kept me in my chair. I gulped. There was something about the anger in his eyes. I suddenly felt extremely cold. The realization hit me. This wasn't a game. Flirting with him wasn't the same as it was with guys my own age. Professor Hunter had an air of danger around him. He was intriguing because he terrified me. Okay, little weirdo. Yeah, like that That to me comes off as like a different genre of romance. Like, yeah. oh, I'm in love with the bad boy. But like, like it, that comes out of, out of like bad boy romance, etc. Ex- for example. But no, I, feel- I don't think that paragraph has any place in this book. Yeah, that's really weird. Like that, and that's what that that's why I highlighted that. I was like, this paragraph just stands out so sharply. I'm like, what the fuck? That's really weird. So in one of the classes, her like the thing that they have to stand up and say is their ideal date. And obviously he does this so that we she'll say her ideal date and he can take her. But she oh, literally just uses a line of a Jimmy Buffett song and she's like, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain and the feel of the ocean and the taste of champagne. And the class laughs. Stop. Like if I was in the class, I'd be like, what the fuck, lady? Like That's giving like Tumblr everyone clapped vibes. Exactly. Exactly. And then everyone clapped. <laughs> like Exactly. No. And then the last the last quote I have here for you. It's just this is what this podcast is about. Right. It's, just, it's just pure cringe. 
He slowly opened his eyes and looked into mine as he pulled out of me. Smolder. <gasps> oh, my smolder. God. That's it. Just smolder, period. Oh, my God. Ew. If that's not cringe, I don't know what is. Ew. As Ew. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. That's legitimately yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And at one point, I totally forgot to say this. I literally put it in my notes, but I forgot. At one point, she is hiding under his desk, giving him a blowjob while he was talking to another professor. And it was, like, the most ridiculous thing because he was so, like, straight up, like, oh, fuck. And the other professor was, like, oh, that must be a good sandwich you're eating. Oh, my God. Like, if you're going to be doing illicit sex in your office, you think you'd be better at hiding it. But, like, that's the whole thing. James is so bad at hiding anything. Yeah, what the hell? Like, it's it's so ridiculous. Just they're literally he's a billionaire both, and he can get away with it. They're literally, like, both the most ridiculous people in the world. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, but anyway, so that's that's the end of the first book. And this is a four book series. And Murphy, I don't actually know if you know this about romances, but most series serial romances, like when there's a series like this, each book will follow a different couple, which makes sense, especially if you're getting like your happily ever after at the end. Like, of course, you're not going to like follow the next couple through domestic bliss. Like you got to have some conflict in there. Oh, yeah. This series follows James and Penny through four whole books. They're going to have a kid at one point. I can feel I it. I don't know. I know, like, I was reading the synopsis, and I think in book four, they're planning their wedding. Oh, um, God. But, but I think either book two or three, they end up moving to New York City. And so I think they probably get caught by the university and, like, have to leave because, like, obviously, why would you not kick them out? Yeah, what the fuck? But, yeah, so that's just – and then at one point, too, in the synopsis for, I think, book four was, like – and Isabel's trying to break up, or Isabella, who's the ex-wife, is trying to break up the wedding. And I was like, I literally remember reading the synopsises and being like, I don't have the energy to read these. Yeah. Like, reading these just seems like a whole lot of work, to be honest. Yeah. So anyway, that is uh, that is book four. Or that is book four. That is book one of the Tim, or the Hunted series by Ivy Smoke. And, uh... That is episode one of our podcast. Dude, I was unbelievably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say let's gra- let's grade your predictions. Um, I will say your because your first prediction was he killed someone, right? Yes. I will say there is an air even at the end of the book that he is still hiding something. Okay. So you, okay. C- I'll give you like half credit on that. Um, okay. Because. I, I, I'm not going to read the next I honestly I was going to ask you originally like hey do you think we should read the next three or I should read the next three and now that I just re like went back over everything I was like hell no <laughs> that's exhausting it is like uh, it was something else but um so I'll give you half credit because like, we don't know he might have killed someone I have a feeling he probably fucked someone over in the tech world and like that's right. his big secret but who knows he's like um, I betrayed my best friend yeah, right. Your your second prediction was what? That Penny was like a Mary Sue? Yes. So I'm going to let you decide if you were right on that. I'm going to say I was half right because like she thinks she's better than other girls. She has a case of uniqueness, you know. But I she's think, also a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you know, at least I, I, I feel like part of that is like Mary Sue. Like the uniqueness and the oh my god, like I'm not like other girls. Like, other girls are so 
they wear so much makeup and this and that and this and that. Like, I feel like that's part of, like, the Mary Sue genre, you know? Exactly. And, like, I honestly, I feel like she's just a very, because, like, Mary Sue's are kind of toxic anyway to begin with. But I feel like she's, like, Mary Sue with toxic traits. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like, low-key. And then your third prediction was that he said you deserve better, right? Yes. So I actually don't know this. I'm literally going to pull up the book right now and search for that phrase, and I will tell you if it comes up. You deserve better. Hold on. It's search. Oh, no results. So that (sighs) is a big fat no. So you got one out of three. 33%. 33%. That is an F, my friend. Fuck. I will say, though, I guess the only way for you to get more than an F would be for you to get three out of three. So we'll just grade you on a scale of one to three. You got one out of three. Shit. Because you got two half points. But shit. it's okay. It's okay. Because you know what? It's romance. And in romance, shit happens. Okay. And like, it's not always predictable. In romance, nobody wins. Nobody wins. I mean, I I just want to know. I want to talk to the person who enjoyed this book. And I want to know what exactly you enjoyed about it. So right. if you're listening to this and you're like, but that's one of my favorite books, please email me why you enjoyed it. And don't email me like, oh, I can't believe you're shitting on me. Like, whatever, don't ever. But like, come on. Like, I, I need some I need some details here about why you I liked it. I want a detailed essay on why you enjoyed it. Exactly. Like, Defend I, yourself, damn it. I don't get it. When you have so many better books out there, like, why are you spending your time with this? And, like, yeah. to Ivy Smoke, again, please don't take this personally. We, we do not stand for Penny and James here at Romance is Dead to Me. We are not Penny and James stands. No, I'm sorry. They do not pass the vibe check. <laughs> um toxicity rating though let's go for it what do you think uh, well i think you know i am biased because i said eight out of ten so i'm gonna defend my eight out of ten because there's a power dynamic yes and he's telling her to sit down and or he'll make her sit down and that that's just icky yes that it it really is and then I feel like he is toxic in that way, but she is also toxic in that she just automatically assumes and she jumps to conclusions and doesn't really give anybody a chance to explain. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like again, that that's, that plays into like the age difference though, because she's literally is just so immature. She's and it's a be- kid. Exactly. And like, that's where the immaturity comes from. So yeah, for sure. It's I like think I ended a up, bad situation. Right. That's why I think I ended up grading this book. I think I got two out of five stars on Goodreads just because I usually save like my one stars for the books that I had to stop reading. <laughs> right. So it was like a one and a half, two stars for me, but it definitely was not enjoyable and it was not a book that I'm going to continue to read the series. No, 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 no. But anyway, so that was the very first episode of Romance is Dead to Me. Um, if you like that episode, let us know. You can find us at Instagram at Romance is Dead to Me. Um, we don't have much on there yet, but hopefully we will soon. And we will be publishing an episode every week as long as time and, you know, work permits. Because we as both long live as we in... are able to. Exactly. We, we live across the country from each other so in different time zones so finding the time to record is not always necessarily easy but we are going to do our best because i think this is something that we actually are like having a lot of fun with and i think that hopefully there's people out there that enjoy listening to us talk about shitty books 
the bad books have to be reviewed. They have to. They do. We're doing a disservice if we don't read all the shitty books out there. If we don't roast them. We it's our job now, Murphy. It's our job. We're now. like we're like superheroes, like dedicated. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed it and we will see you next week. Murphy, you got anything to add? Uh no, I just hope that, you know, we managed to wrap all the badness up into like a a manageable package. <laughs> maybe maybe if this takes off and people like want to send in questions about like well, wait what about this you didn't explain this very well we can do like a once monthly like q a episode going back over the books that we did and like that would plot be points. fun yeah yeah like plot points that we might have forgotten but yeah if you guys really have any suggestions feel free to dm that instagram account um eventually we will have a like a gmail going and a twitter going but for now i guess we'll leave it there thank you all for watching and we love you bye 